praise God. All right. We're going to get back into what we've been talking about uh, for a while here. And uh, we've been on the series, All Lives Matter. And uh, we've covered uh, uh, different aspects uh, about uh, uh, that. And I'm going to do something a little different than I've ever done before. Uh, every, every year in the month of January, uh, we uh, have Celebration of Life Sunday. Uh, that's the month where um, they legalized abortion back in 1973. <coughs> and we always talk about that. And But it's just once a year that I actually get into that. And I'm going to include... Uh, that into this and finishing up this series because we're going through a, a big battle right now uh, over this abortion. Uh, people on the pro-choice side are uh, just going bonkers uh, <clears throat> trying to um, make sure um, the Supreme Court don't overturn the decision and Different states now are beginning to pass laws uh, in case the Supreme Court overturns. Uh, I'm thankful, if you may have heard, the state of Ohio, just a few days ago, the governor signed into law that abortion is going to be illegal in the state of Ohio after the heartbeat of the baby is detected. And I praise God for that. I praise God for that. But there are other states going the opposite way. Seems like each state is trying to get in on this, so this is a, 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 a really crazy time. And because I've been hearing so much about it, like I said, uh, I normally just talk about it on Sanctive last Sunday, but we're going to include this in wrapping up our series, All Lives Matter, by talking about the life in the womb matters. And I want to welcome those that are watching by means of the, the live stream tonight. I appreciate you tuning in, and um, we're going to talk. Uh, tonight a little bit about this issue as we wind uh, this up, that the life in the womb matters. And um, this is a very important issue, and uh, I am highly disappointed with a lot of churches uh, are afraid to talk on the subject and uh, uh, I think all matters of uh, social injustice and things of this nature should be dealt with by the church. Um, and uh, 
I, uh, I served as president of Cheatham County right to life, was elected to that post uh, um, a few years back, and uh, um, I hit all the churches that I could in Ashton City uh, trying to um, get, uh, get them on board with um, uh, helping organize some things um, there in, uh, in Cheatham County. And I mentioned this before, and you may have heard me say it before, but I went into this one church uh, and uh, went into um, <clears throat> the pastor's office and sat in the chair across from his desk and uh, um, telling them, you know, what we were trying to do and everything. And um, he um, he sits back and leans his chair back, takes off his glasses. He says, well, uh, I hope you understand I've got people on both sides of the issues in my congregation, so I don't press it too much, even though I agree with you 100%. I agree with your stance 100 uh, percent, he says, but I just don't want to do things to rock the boat. And um, at that time, I let it be known that I was also a minister, and I said, uh, I said, anything that I see is sinful or wrong, I said, I've never had an issue with being afraid to rock the boat. I'll turn the boat plumb over if I have to. Hallelujah. And I thank him, thanked him for his time and left. Uh, and um, uh, there's a lot of issues like that that the church is failing on but not dealing with. Uh, and um, let's talk um, some about this tonight. I, I want to take you to Psalms chapter 127 and verse 3 for our opening tic- uh, scripture text. Uh, that's Psalms 127, verse 3, for those uh, who are watching at home. Uh, it says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. That's Psalms 127 and 3. Uh, I want to stand and declare to you this evening that all lives matter because life is the most precious gift given to earthly men. Jesus said that he had come to bring life and that not only he wants us to have life, but have it more abundantly. Now, on the other hand, Satan despises life. He despises life, and especially human life, because human life is the crowning work of God's creation. Now, we go out and we travel. If you go on on vacations, you go to the oceans or uh, to the mountains and uh, the Great Lakes or wherever you may go, and you can see tremendous beauty. And some of you have probably done like I uh, have made the statement when I, my eyes will behold some of these things, I, how I marvel at the handiwork of God. But of all the natural things that we can see everywhere in God's creation, the crowning work of His creation is when He reached down 
uh, Brother Douglas into the dust of the earth and grabbed a handful of dust and created man and breathed into him, uh, amen, um, the breath of life, and man became a living soul. That was the crowning work of God's creation. Think about it. Think about this. If Satan can take away life, he banishes God's greatest handiwork. Amen. If he can take away life, he banishes God's greatest handiwork, thus defeating the aim and purpose of God, which is fellowship with his creation. That's what God desires. That's why children are so important. It is through children that God propagates life. And that life is generated in the womb of the mother. Hallelujah. Now, the womb was designed by God to be a safe, holy place. A sanctuary, if you will, where God designs and creates the soul of man in a split millisecond of time at the very moment of conception. That's important that you get that down in your heart. When the soul is created, hallelujah, that soul God creates there in the womb of the mother in a split millisecond of time at the very moment of conception. But this hidden sanctum has been invaded by the enemy of life. I'm talking about the devil. By the name of abortion. Hallelujah. And that's, that's what we're talking about. And abortion has expanded its family to include infanticide, euthanasia, and stem cell research. All of this is linked together. People begged and pleaded before abortion was legalized that if once you open the door with abortion, you're going to get into infanticide which infanticide is simply the killing of a baby after it's born. And I'm appalled that over the last few weeks there has been bills brought up in the House of Representatives to protect a baby that was meant for abortion. Sometimes the abortion does not work and the baby is born alive. That happens more times than what people realize. And so there are people trying, if a baby is born uh, alive and the abortion didn't work, they've been trying to pass a law saying that that baby, once it's born, needs to be cared for and tended to uh, as any human being. And over 22 times, and I call the names, I'll name drop. I don't care. I apologize to you if I 
if I offend you, who you may be, but over 22 times the Democratic Party has shut that law down. They say it's all right to push that baby aside on a cold table, push it over in a dark room somewhere, and just let it just suffer until it dies because the mama, uh, they, they, they attended for abortion. That's infanticide. And it's murder. Ain't no way to look at it. No other way to look at it. Because a soul is created at the moment of conception. The very moment of conception. Hallelujah. My Lord, this, uh, this really stirs my being when I think about what's going on. But no matter... No matter if the topic we're talking about is abortion, infanticide, euthanasia, or stem cell research, which is not necessary as they claim uh, uh, to try to do certain things. There's other ways uh, uh, to do things than have the stem cell research. The issue is an issue of morality. Hallelujah. Just plain and simple. It's an issue of morality. It's not a political or a judicial issue. Even the courts fight about it, and political people wrestle with it. The issue is neither political or judicial. It's a moral issue. And it lets you know exactly where the moral fiber of any nation is. And until the people of America, beginning with the church, begin to embrace morality once again, this culture of death will continue to envelop our world until we come swaddled up and consumed by our lack of moral absolutes, just as Rome and others want great nations were consumed. It will happen. Uh, I'm reminded, I've seen posted on social media this week, a uh, quote of Abraham Lincoln uh, when he was in office. Abraham Lincoln said this nation will never be brought down and defeated by any outside foe. But if this nation goes down, if this nation is destroyed, it will be from within. And we can see that happening. We can see that happening right before our very eyes. Uh, I want to talk exactly about what this is. Abortion is no more than legalized murder. Remember I told you in the beginning it's important that you understand when the soul is created the soul is not created after the baby is, is born and a doctor 
smacks him on his backside and makes him cry. But the soul was created long before that of that child. I believe, and I'm, I'm taking my time, and, I'm, uh, and I, uh, I wrote uh, this down, and it's coming straight out of my heart and spirit today. I believe that one of the most satanic, hypocritical, judicial decrees is the law that punishes premeditated murder by issuing the death penalty on one hand, but then protects premeditated murder of an innocent baby in its mother's womb on the other hand. There's no difference. Our judicial system right now will have capital punishment and punish somebody with death when they commit premeditated murder. But it's hypocritical and satanic when you do that, but yet abortion is premeditated. It's not by accident. It's premeditated. And if we agree that abortion is murder, it is premeditated murder of an innocent baby in its mother's womb under the guise of so-called reproductive health care. Bull. Abortion has nothing to do with reproductive health care. They either call it reproductive health care or pro-choice on the other hand. It's barbaric, hedonistic, and totally disrespectful of life, God, and all morality. I know some might say, Brother Pritch, you're kind of getting harsh tonight, but I'm going to tell you, desperate times call for desperate measures. Hallelujah. It is disrespectful of life, God, and all morality. Let me give you just a little bit of background and history. Roe v. Wade was a landmark Supreme Court case back in 1973. It was a decision that established a woman's legal right to an abortion. The court ruled in a 7-2 decision that a woman's right to choose an abortion was protected by the privacy right guaranteed by the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I don't know what it has to do with privacy anyway. Since that time, since that time, there has been nearly 61 million abortions in the United States. 61 million. Do you know 
Do you realize that's more than every war fought put together beginning from the Revolutionary War? Everybody that died in the Revolutionary War, the War of 1812, the Spanish-American War, World War I, World War II, the Korean War, Vietnam, Every war that we've had, that is more that is more deaths than every war put together. What you get when you add that up is twenty five hundred abortions a day, one hundred and twenty five, one hundred and twenty three per hour, or one every thirty four seconds. A baby's heart. It stopped. <coughs> Stop and think about it. Most of the modern conveniences we got, inventions, has not been brought about by big corporations, but usually one man. Alexander Graham Bell. Does that name ring a bell? <laughs> Amen. The list goes on and on. I mean, even to modern, I mean, Steve Jobs, you know. Every, everything. And I submit to you one of the most drastic things we have beside abortion that's just about touched all of our lives, is the dreaded C word, cancer. Do you realize that out of 61 million people, there could have been one of those 61 million if it were allowed to live and grow up and get an education and get in the field of research, could have been the one to cure cancer. Think about that. That that is very very well possible. Because they tell us all the time, I mean, they're getting close to step out, you know, certain kinds of cancer right now. But out of sixty one million. Um so the biggest year was two thousand and fourteen. 900,000 abortions committed in 2014. Uh, it's just legalized murder. Legalized murder. Uh, I want to move on and talk about this. And I think maybe Chris has got a got a picture that I sent him that he can put up on the live feed at this time for those watching. <clears throat> but how we have been able to get that far so far, one reason is the wholesale acceptance of a manufactured lie. People have been accepting this for years. 
a manufactured lie. What is that lie I'm talking about? The lie that Planned Parenthood tells young women, teenagers, that all that is is just a blob of flesh, blob of tissue. Nothing else. Just something that you can cut out like you cut out any bad part. To get them to go ahead. But I'm going to tell you, that is a manufactured lie. Does that look like a blob of tissue to you? Must be a boy who's picking his nose. <laughs> Since ultrasound now is getting more and more vivid, you know, uh, you know the majority of women who sees an ultrasound, who are planning abortion, back out of it. The majority do. That's why there's a push on in every state to make sure that every, every person who goes in to get an abortion before they make the final decision sees the ultrasound. That's not... A blob of tissue. That's a creation of God. It's a human being. I want to take you to another scripture in the book of Psalms. Said for Psalms 139, verse 13. For thou has possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Now I want to I want to do this scripture just like what Cassie had to do to frogs when she was taking chemistry class when she was thinking about uh, going to pre-med. You, you've had to dissect a few things, hadn't you? I want to dissect this scripture. Psalms 139.13 For thou hast possessed my reins. I want you to consider and think about who is the my. Thou hast covered me. Who is the me? In my, there's another my, mother's womb. What is the difference between the my, the reins, the covered, me? Think about that. 
For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me. Who is the me? The word possessed in the Hebrew means to erect, create, by extension to procure. Erect, create. Thou hast created my reins. The reins in the Hebrew is the inner parts or organs. And it can be used figuratively, talking about the mind, but it said usually the inner parts, the organs. The word covered. And what I'm telling you, you can look these up. If you've got a Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, you can look this up. It comes from a primitive root word meaning to entwine as a screen by implication to fence in, to cover over. So look at that verse again. Thou hast covered over me. Thou hast fenced in me. Now you... You should understand, be able to pick up, that covering is the human flesh. The reins being the internal organs. There's only one other explanation of who the me is, who the my is. That's the soul. That's the soul doing the talking here, for thou hast possessed... My reins, thou hast covered, created a body over me. I, I submit to you, folks, at the point of conception, the very first thing that's created is the soul. And the nine months gestation period is the covering of the soul. Mm. Lord, 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 help us. All lives matter. From conception to natural death. Infanticide is no good. Now we're getting in more and more involved in euthanasia, assisted suicide. Do you know? Do you know that the health care system that the previous administration got into? had within that Obamacare, they had written into it, and Miss Nancy Pelosi, they, they passed something that none of them had read all the way through. She said, well, we got to pass it. We got to pass it before we read it. How ridiculous is that? 
hidden in that health care system that some people think is so great was the creation of death panels. Doctors and insurance people to make a decision once everybody has the universal health care and a one-payer system that your life is determined by a panel. If I get to be 80 years old and I have a condition that they can treat, there can be insurance people and doctors as well. And I heard out of my own ears President Obama make the statement. It's not no somebody else told me he said it. I heard him say it. I watched I watched a program. He said, Well, sometimes it might be more beneficial just to give somebody something for pain and keep them comfortable. In other words, go ahead and just stop their pain, but go ahead and let them die because they're too old now to have any kind of work like that done. In other words, the insurance says it's going to be a waste of money. I mean, you you know. That's, and we got people in our nation thinks that way. We got political leaders that thinks that way. But life needs to be respected. Everybody's got value. Remember we talked, all lives matter. Everybody's got value. Hallelujah. I know some people in their 80s or 90 gets around better than I do. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. I hope that we can remember these series of lessons and show more love, more compassion, more concern for our fellow man. Because what we're going to celebrate Sunday, I'm going to close with this. Jesus settled the question that whose lives matter. He said all lives matter when he died on that cross because he died for everybody. He died for everybody. And let me say this, because I know there there, there are ladies they have nightmares, have nightmares for years over things that they've said, they've done. But just remember, God loves you. He'll forgive you. He'll heal you if you let him do it. And he can use you if you have been there and made that mistake. He can use you maybe to help somebody else make the decision not to do it. Amen. Let's all stand together.